Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I'm Daniel and today we are continuing on with the 10 keys of happiness. We're up to key seven, which is resilience. And if you hear any pops or anything, it's because we're talking from our home studio. So I would like to introduce to you again, Katie Dibb, uh, chief, not chief, uh, head psychologist at Elysium Psychology. So hello, Katie. How are you? Good, thanks, Dan. Not I chief. Like myself as a chief. I love it. <laughs> I'm the chief psychologist. Yeah. Sorry. So what on. do we mean by resilience? Ah, so yeah, so the next key that we're looking at in the great dream is the R for resilience. So today we're going to be focusing a little bit on what is resilience and how people go about being resilient. Um, So, you know, resilience is a term that's used quite a lot these days and I think there's a big awareness of people needing to develop the skills of resilience. Yeah. Ultimately what it means is the ability to bounce back from adversity. So the ability to come back to a point uh, that we were at before we experienced the adversity. Um, so, you know, as we said, it's the ability to cope or, or just to, to come back from um, and experience adversity that may knock us down. All of us have times of stress, loss, failure or trauma. And when we bounce back, that's our resilience, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like an internal experience of rebounding, you know, from yeah. an experience that's been negative. So I guess for most people, they would find at the moment with COVID-19 that they are quite resilient because there's lots of lockdowns, there's lots of things that are going on that would normally not happen and people are still getting up and going to do what they need to do. Those who can work are working, those who can't are staying at home, but they're still staying resilient. They're looking after kids and doing homeschooling. I mean, I don't know how that would be. Look, I think people underestimate how resilient they are. And often when I'm working with clients, they will talk about their lack of resilience. But the reality is a lot of people actually have been through adverse experiences in their life where they have bounced back. And sometimes people do need a little bit of support to bounce back from adversity. Um, it's sometimes very hard to imagine yourself being resilient when you're in a crisis or in an adverse situation. Um, but I think, you know, for it's not, a, it's not necessarily a, a skill that people don't already have. Um, you know, most children have had some sort of adversity in their life, whether it be a separation, a death, a friend changed schools or little things where they've been adverse experiences. So I think uh, if we if we pay attention to the fact that we have actually had experiences of adversity, we can usually see that our experience of, of um, resilience has been demonstrated following that. So it's your coping mechanism, isn't it? Yeah, well, look, coping certainly comes into it. It's not the mechanism. Uh, it, it's the ability to engage coping, really, um, yeah. and the ability to, to initiate some uh, skills to be able to bounce back from the experience, whatever that experience is. All right. And look, there was a quote that sounded very good about this. And it's, if you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Yeah. And look, we've talked about cognitions before, Dan, and we've talked about thinking styles and how that can keep people stuck. And I think what's a really key thing when you're, when you're talking about resilience is, is how you're making sense of or how you're, you know, mentally processing the experience. Uh, I draw a lot of my my resilience training from the Dalai Lama and his experiences of life. And he is a real advocate of developing resilience and his ability to do that. Um, and, it, you know, one of the things that strikes me about, you know, the Buddhist teachings on resilience is that 
they almost coach you towards expecting adversity or welcoming adversity as an opportunity to practice resilience because it's only through experiencing adversity that you actually get better at being resilient. So, you know, we, yeah. we don't want to shy away from adversity and then, you know, it would be faced with something really chronic in our, in our life that then means we don't have the skills for resilience. So resilience can be, you know, trained into our kids very young, you know, like as, as soon as they're born, we can sort of start developing opportunities for them to, to develop resilience and, and emotional control and, you know, cognitive flexibility and reframing and things like that. So kids can often be coached to be resilient from a very young age. So, so um, what are some of the resilient skills that people need to have? If we're looking at developing those skills, as I said, it's certainly something that we can um, develop in from childhood, you know, and we would certainly encourage people to, in, you know, to promote that in their own children. Um, but there is both cognitive and behavioural skills uh, that's been proven to build that resilience. Um, there, there's, there's plenty of books uh, in regards to uh, resilience and, and how to build that, and one of those is The Resilience Factor, um, which you can obviously purchase online. Many relationships are reciprocal, like we get something back from what we put in, don't we? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there can be lots of different ways that uh, support is reciprocated. So it can be something like um, offering to do some shopping for someone. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the, utilizing those resources outside of ourselves can obviously improve our sense of resilience and obviously give us um, the the skills or the behaviors or the relationships that enable us to bounce back from adversity. So as we know, when we've had a, a negative experience, it's always quite rewarding and helpful to actually speak with a friend about that or a family yeah. member about that negative. So you can see how um, relationships really do play a big part in people's ability to bounce back. So if people are isolated or withdrawn it really can impair their ability to bounce back. So again, that, that key to happiness where we're looking at relating is quite important to maintaining happiness, but also just to help develop this skill of resilience. So how do you think um, like social media at the moment helps people who are quite isolated in building up the resilience? I don't know that it does, Dan. I'm, right. I guess I guess it depends on how people are utilising social media and whether or not it's actually positively contributing to their wellbeing or not. Yeah. Uh, I think that social media has, is a bit of a double-edged sword. I think there is elements of it that are really helpful for people, um, but I also think that there's elements of it that actually are quite unhelpful for people. So yeah. I think if people consciously and deliberately engage in it you know, and, and just assess whether or not it actually is helpful for me uh, is, is certainly important. So I think one of the things that I really like to, um, you know, remind people is that our ability to cope with things and our ability to interpret situations comes from our experiences of adversity and how we've made sense of things in our past. Uh, so I think that if people can try to be mindful of, and, and we will certainly see this in the social situation that we're in now, that some people are finding benefit in the adversity. And I think that we, you know, consider the way they're thinking about things and think about, can I reframe this in a way? Yeah. Can I have an optimistic lens over this? Can I find the positives that have come out of this? You know, what benefits have been achieved as a result of this adversity? One of the things that I, that I, when I'm working with clients about resilience and adversity is I ask them to look at 
video footage or things like that where there's been an adverse situation. Say, for example, if, if there's been a terror attack or if there's been yeah. something really chronic that's happened. And I ask them to look for the helpers in the picture. The reason why I do that is that our brains are often so wired to the negative, which we've talked before, and they will look to the adversity. Their brains will scan the scene for the adversity. But we can actually train the brain to see the positives and yeah. you know, train the brain to reframe that actually there can be good things that come out of adversity. And one of the things that I, that I try to encourage people to see is, is where are the helpers? Where are the people that you are reinforcing that we are connected, that we're socially aware, that we have people in our community that sacrifice themselves for others, you know, and, and in the situation that we're in now, you know, we're seeing lots of, um, lots of opportunities of people stepping out and helping other people, helping those that are less fortunate, providing yeah. positive feedback, providing opportunities, even so much as providing food, you know, which yeah, I think yeah. is really important to, to focus on that rather than focus on the adversity itself. It certainly supports us to bounce back from the experiences that we've had. Yeah, it's a very important key, isn't it, resilience? And you can see how it positively contributes to well-being because yeah, the reality definitely. is that the only thing that we can be certain on in life is that things will happen and some of those things will be adverse, you know, that we are going to experience difficulty. And so I think if we can develop these, these skills of, uh, of, of tolerance and, and, and resilience, that we can certainly uh, bounce back from these experiences of adversity. Okay, so that's it for resilience for this week. Thank you to Katie Dibb for doing the seventh key of the 10 keys of happiness. Thank you, Katie. My pleasure, Dan. All right, and I'll see you next week for number eight, which is emotions. Yeah, I look forward to it. All right, bye-bye. Bye. So if you would like to contact me, you can contact me at lifechangesyou.com.au, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, enjoy all that life has to offer. Look after each other. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.